You're listening to On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi, presented by Blue by 90. Hi, guys, and thanks for tuning in to episode 16 of On Stadium Boulevard. I'm Lexi, your host, and my co-hosts, JD and Josh. So uh, we got a big week ahead, gentlemen, but let's do a little recap on how last Saturday went. Um, my heart might still be pounding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm going to lie. I, just, I was nervous as hell. How did you guys think about it? <laughs> Yeah, I think I don't think Michigan fans were used to it, as you saw the meltdown on Twitter, which I mean, myself included. I'm not going to say I'm innocent, but it was a, you know, it was one of those really gritty wins that, you know, it's one this one where you just say a win is a win. And they might have been looking ahead, but 11-0 is 11-0. Yeah, I mean, it was a nail biter. They had to grind it out without their Heisman candidate for the whole second half. I mean, they put they had a walk on out there running back. They were just they just had to grind it out, and I mean that's what championship teams do, though. When you have a bad game and you still win, that's that's what they do. So mm-hmm. it was good to see them just pull it out. For sure, I think too many people are focusing on the fact that we were close with them, but it like you said, great teams find a way to win, and it's like we're eleven and zero. That's all that matters. But. Yep. It was like, I'm not going to lie, a part of me was like, yep, this is over, boys. It was a good, was a great run. Let's <laughs> yeah. try to oh, my gosh. I was writing in my head, like, thinking, okay, but you know, what, what an incredible job. Illinois is a good also defense. Also, my Harbaugh, because yeah. a lot of people did not agree with what he did, and it's like, yeah. oh, my gosh. to his madness, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was playing chess. I was like, why are you kicking the field goal? But it made perfect sense. And, right? um, you know, Illinois is a damn good defense as we saw maybe the best we've faced in all year so you know yeah. it's, I, people say you're making excuses with injuries but dude you're down your two top tight ends you're down two offensive linemen you're down mm-hmm. your two best running backs one a potential heisman candidate it's not like they were down just one player they were down about half their starters yeah yeah and credit to the defense i mean they came up huge in the fourth quarter all the pressure was on them and they made all the plays they had to make, and then JJ, you know, made all the plays, get him down the field to get those field goals. So, mm-hmm. right. harder on offense, I should say, but yeah, the defense stepped up big time, um, mm-hmm. especially on those fourth downs when mm-hmm. we really needed to stop. And uh, you know, they just—you could tell it was a lot of simple play calling to for the younger guys. So mm-hmm. we'll take we'll take the win. Oh yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Well, and props to Chase Brown because he had a hell of a game, you know. So when when the spotlight, I guess, was removed from from Corum, you know, he he really stepped up and, and had a great game for Illinois. So um, that was you know great game. Come on with a win. Yeah. I don't care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't do that to me this week. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's yeah. gonna be a. I mean, be, yeah, gut wrenching game. There was one thing in the game that I didn't like was that they kept throwing it at Witherspoon, who's like one of the best corners in the country. And I mean, I just hope they don't do that this week with Ohio State. Because <laughs> that was, I don't know, they went to him way too many times on his side of the field. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I there's definitely some some things they need to tweak right. before no <laughs> doubt. happens this weekend. Yeah. So, But, you know, the, the roadmaps are there for both teams. Um, like weaknesses, you know, we've seen all season and and even recently, normally you see Ohio state making these, um, type of mistakes early in the season. And then they they become this well-oiled machine. Well, it's like, 
they just struggled against Maryland. So, right, yeah. you know, and, and came out with a win as great teams do. Um, but that 11 and 0 heading into Columbus is just going to be one of the greatest games of all time, guys. I'm, yep. I'm so nervous, but I'm so ready for it. Yeah. For a younger person like myself, not really having very much of a memory of 2006, I, I mean, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm terrified. I mean, it's like everything bunched into one, and I just, I just need Saturday to get here. Yeah, and it's like one of the biggest games, maybe the biggest game in the history of the rivalry. I mean, uh, like there's all the marbles are on the line right now. It's for everything. I mean, it's more marbles than we've ever had before. It's, it's crazy. Like I'm just. Well, I'm yeah, so nervous. Our excited. Heisman, the Big Ten title, and yeah. honestly, the trip to the playoffs. So it's everything. You know, yeah, whoever everything. wins this game, say you choke up and, and lose in the Big Ten championship, you're still going to the playoffs. I don't care right. what anybody says. Like that's right. locked in, no matter what happens. Right. So it's also got to be going to be kind of nice to whatever team gets to do that. And I just pray to God it's us. <laughs> it, it's yeah. literally the most stakes we've ever had. I don't even think the Heisman was at stake in '06, and you just got. Yeah. You're just, we're all praying for Blake Corum and, Corum and we're praying that he'll be healthy to play, yeah. to play on Saturday. Yes, i praying to everything that's holy. Please, God, give us Corum at full strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. know, and, and especially these other, these other, you know, injuries we had too, you know, Keegan and everything. We, we need to be strong in the trenches because that's, once again, how this mm-hmm. game is going to be won because. Mm-hmm. And we did just find out that Trent A. Jones is medically cleared. So that's huge. That is big. That's yeah. huge news. Sure. And, and Barnhart's done an awesome job in his place. Mm-hmm. So he really one has. Plays, but and and it, we talked about that earlier, though, about so many guys stepping up this season where it's almost been seamless. But obviously, with losing Corum, you know, it was like a little hiccup there, not having Edwards. But team still, you know, stepped mm-hmm. up. Yeah, at some yeah. point, injuries will catch up. And like losing Blake Corum is the same thing like if Alabama lost Bryce Young or. Ohio State lost C.J. Stroud. It's not like they just lost, you know, one player. They lost the heart and soul of their offense, and that really did show. So, yeah, you can call it it an excuse, but I think it's a valid one. No, I think it's I think it's valid because like it's kind of like what happened with Mike Hart against Indiana when he went down. I mean, everybody's wondering what's going on with Blake. It's a psychological thing too. That's the heart and soul leader of their team that's out. I mean. It affects everybody, so it's hard, not just on the field, but it's like a psychological thing, too. A hundred percent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping both sides can just be healthy, because I really don't want either side to have an excuse at all. You know, and like I said, Blake is valid. You know, I've heard CJ Stroud is not feeling 100 (laughs) percent, so we'll see how that comes. (laughs) We heard that last year, too. Right. Yeah, (laughs) so... Yeah, this is a game where we deserve to see both teams at full strength. So absolutely, I think it's it's. I can't wait to see the ratings on it because I guarantee it's going to be. Just... One of it. It literally has potential to be the most watched regular season game ever. It might be like ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of like any sport. <laughs> yeah. Because you got you know people that hate Ohio State, people that hate Michigan, people that want to watch both teams lose. Yeah, right. lots of people hate watching for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Right. But, you know, it's, it's just all going to be about shutting down OSU's passing attack, though. And mm-hmm. and that's what Michigan's going to have to do. And I'll tell you, them, like, having Smith out, like, 
Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> is, just throw Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> I just, he's, he's incredible. And that's one thing that I'm like very worried about going to this game on mm-hmm. Saturday because, you know, I'm like, Will Johnson, Will Johnson, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're well, going to need to do that. We're going to stop it and no deep balls because right. that's going to be the huge thing. Yeah. That's how they stayed kind of close in the game last year where there's some of those NFL type throws with those NFL type receivers yeah, and, you know, keep coming down with the ball. So we've definitely got to stop that this year. Yeah. The key to stopping it is going to be getting pressure on Stroud. I mean, when you give him time to throw, it's like, it's game over. He's going to hit the throw every time. You I mean, last year you saw it when Hutch had those three sacks of Jabba was getting in there. It really disrupted him. He still threw for 400, but he wasn't able to make the plays when they needed him to because of the pressure. And I mean, if Mike Morris isn't 100, percent I don't. They're just gonna. Michigan's gonna have to get creative and find a way. Like if it's blitzing something, they're gonna have to get pressure. That's key. If you don't get pressure on Stroud, his receivers are going to get open. Period. I mean. Yep. And yep. the other big thing that came down to last year was getting a couple stops in the red zone and forcing field goals. Mm-hmm. I, that was ended up being huge for Michigan yep. as well. So. Anything it takes to just kind of limit their offense and try to slow it down as much as you can. Because you know they're they're going to get theirs. They're going to make their plays. But it's how do you respond? How yep. do you limit it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you ever hear what happened with Mike Morris? Like what? I don't understand. He got injured against Nebraska. It looked oh, like just a man. cramp. And I guess they sat. I, I'm assuming a lot of the guys they sat were more minor injuries out of precaution. Yeah. Sitting where I'm like, oh, shit. We're yeah. ready for Ohio State. So I think I, a lot of the guys you didn't see last week will play this week. No yeah, I think anybody that can play is going to play. Even if it's a minor injury, they're going to play through it. I mean, this one, this is the biggest game of their lives. <laughs> they're, they're not going to miss it. They're not going to want to miss it. <laughs> I just want our boys to be the one to write that history. Gosh, so excited, so so nervous. But um, so we did. uh, So Josh, you know, went ahead and put out a mailbag request this week. So I think that, you know, it was really fun kind of interacting with a lot of the um, people and and the people that tune in regularly. Shout out to all you guys. We appreciate you so much. Um, You know, hopefully we're going to do some more maybe live interactive things. So, so stay tuned for that coming up, but um, Josh, you can fire off some of the questions that we, yeah. we asked. Um, absolutely. I'm just going to pull up the questions real quick here and I will get that started. So our first one came from Jacob Palmer who um, on Twitter uh, and his first question was, will Michigan fans show out to the show? And uh, I think that's a really good question. Um, I don't, I personally think, you know, Michigan fan is a fan base that typically travels well. I mean, it's not going to be a Michigan takeover, but I think you might see a quite a bit of maze in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think it's going to be a takeover or anything, but I think there'll be a good mix. I mean, I don't know, maybe 25%. I don't know. Maybe that's too much, but bit much about me, but <laughs> 20 yeah, I think, I mean, Michigan fans are definitely more apt to this year. Um, just because of coming off a win last year, I've thought about it and stuff. And then, you know, I was like in the back of my head, okay, maybe we should win at Columbus first. Right. And then, you know, 2024, I'll go down to Columbus, you know, because it's been <laughs> so long and who knows what's going to happen if they lose two in a row, God forbid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely in the back of my mind, you know, and 
hopefully over the years, the one if we can start consistently beating them, it'll be you know something those have to get used to. Yeah. Well. You know, we've had right. some pretty sad moments where Ohio State fans have taken over our stadium and it stinks. So, I mean, if we could ever get to that point where we can do that to them, it would be absolutely <laughs> awesome. But I mean, I think I think you'll see a good amount of Michigan fans there. I mean, this is the biggest game for most of the fans too that they've ever really seen. So, yeah. it's it's going to be a it's you're going to see some Michigan fans either tailgating outside or in the stadium. It's it's going to be They'll a, show up. It's, yeah. No matter what you're going to see an electric atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Just um, Blue by ninety, they said that they were gonna, you know, try to have something out there. So many Michigan fans listening, you gotta seek them out. I'm sure that'll yep. be your safe, oh, yeah. your, your safe base. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely. in that sea of madness. So, uh, shout well, shout out to Jacob for asking that good question. Um, yeah. All right, so going into the next question, this is from a uh, Big Tickets and Energy on Twitter. Shout out <laughs> to you for the DM. And he asked, um, who poses the biggest threat on Ohio State that we here are facing? Um, on offense, you gotta you you immediately think of Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah, absurd. And just watching that game last week, I remember saying on a tweet that he is not human. And he, yeah, it's amazing how Ohio State just continues to pound out receiver mm-hmm. after receiver after receiver after receiver. And it's just like this isn't fair. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think other than him, I would go with C.J. Stroud. I mean, I think Ohio State's going to open up the playbook and let him run it a little bit too, which is something he doesn't normally do, but he can. And I think they're going to be doing that with him. you got to watch out. Um, I mean, and then obviously everybody knows his ability to throw. I just – you just have to get pressure on him. He's probably the biggest threat other than the receivers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just those two for sure. Um but it's like at any time, anyone on this offense can step up and step off for this team too. So, you know, having that yeah. in the back of your head of like, oh God, I hope they, you know, they don't just let these people go on and, and do whatever, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, it's going to be yeah. a tough, tough And match. then somebody on their defense I would watch too is Tommy Eichenberg, the linebacker. I mean, he mm-hmm. is all over the place. And I saw that he has the most helmet stickers of anyone on the team. I mean, you're going to have to watch out for him, crazy. especially as a running team. <laughs> I was also going to mention uh, JT. I don't know if I'm going to fumble his last name. JT Tuiello something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know he had a game where he forced <laughs> like I, who was that against? I forget, but he forced like four turnovers in one game. Mm-hmm. So he's just one of those guys that just wreaks havoc on havoc on their line. So yep, Ohio State's going to have their fair share of threats, but I think we also have our fair share that's going to that can mm-hmm. take over as well. So mm-hmm. it's good. like it's just an electric matchup of two elite football teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, appreciate that. Big the concern energy. <laughs> All right. So our next question from uh, Wolverine Kingdom on Twitter. And he asked, if OS, Ohio State does stack the box and tries to sell out against the run, how do you expect Michigan to respond? Uh, if you guys, I'll let you guys start off on this one. Go ahead, JD. Okay. I mean, I think they just have to let JJ throw it. They have to trust him. I mean, I feel like they've been kind of holding him back a little bit, which is a little frustrating. I, I don't know. I think you just have to let JJ do what he does and sling it. Don't be afraid of like throwing it up in like one-on-one jump balls and stuff, which they really never do. But mm-hmm. you're just gonna have to trust your guys to make a play. I mean, they're gonna ha- JJ is gonna have to make throws to win this game. So I think that's what they'll have to do. 
Yeah. And I mean, when they were talking, like, drop that, like, there's still so much meat on the bone. It's Mm -hmm. like they know that that they have the capability, like the the ceiling is the sky. So um, it's it's just whether or not, yeah, they they have the confidence in themselves to do so. But yes, give me those like jump balls. Everyone does Mm -hmm. them on us. Yeah, exactly. The same. It's like trust your guys. Yeah. Go up for it. Yeah, it seems like they never throw it unless it's like somebody is completely wide open. They never right. will make any risky throws. I mean, it'll get you by, but when you're playing Ohio State, you're going to have to like just trust your guys once in a while. It's just going to have to happen to win. No I risk, no reward. Don't forget that. Yep. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> love seeing some deep shots. And also, I mean, if they're going to stack the box and press their corners, which, I mean, you can always just – do what they did to us, crossing routes and slants. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. Get the tight ends involved. That's what we've done a great job. Luke, all day. Give, give me that all, all day. Season, if you know, oh, yeah. I mean, yep. if you've got to bore them to death, do it. And, I mean, I also think it's not like teams haven't tried to sell out against the run against us all year. They have. Yep. And you can. St- I think you, you will still see Michigan be able to lean on their run game, even if they do try to, because we are that good in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And Call this a bold take if you want. I do think we are definitely the better team than Ohio State in the trenches, and I do think that that is the most important facet of the game, and I think that's where we can really take advantage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think we're very tough, and think I just think Ohio State's more of a finesse team. I mean, I think they just aren't used to playing teams like Michigan, so I think you're right. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be the best team that you just face <laughs> all year long. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. I can't believe that it's only, you know, we're still like three, four days out. <laughs> like, yeah, how are we gonna make it through this week? We got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. my, my anxiety is already already <laughs> through the roof. Yeah. yeah. Thank Old, you, though. Wolverine Kingdom, yep. appreciate you for that. It's always a great question. So yeah, now we got one from the auger himself, my own father. Yes. <laughs> he sent ah. me a question. <laughs> Uh, he asked, "Is Michigan were to lose and miss the miss the playoff, would the season still be a, su- a success?" Um, it wouldn't be a success in the championship standpoint, I don't think, and the fact that their main goal was to beat Michigan State and Ohio State in the same season. But overall, going eleven and one and likely making the Rose Bowl is it's never a bad season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think I saw the Ryan Hayes quote from the, this week where he said, if we don't win this game, then the rest of the season means nothing. I mean, I don't want to say it means nothing, but I just think it's a failure. I mean, if you win a Rose Bowl, you can kind of salvage it. It's a little bit of a consolation prize, but I mean, this is what it's all about to beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten Championship. I mean, I think the only way you can call it a true success is if you win this game. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, the true success is for sure. I'd say there i would not be satisfied unless like with with unless they won the rose bowl like because mm-hmm. even if they lost the right. rose bowl, i say yeah it's just all a waste like yeah you know, it, you know the, the the floor needs to be losing or winning the rose bowl okay <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. that's i agree everything should, from there but, there I mean, should not be pressure but like yeah. you said you know championship like champions are made like this so mm-hmm. that what it takes and then that you just run with it yep there should not be more than one loss in the loss column this series, season period. And mm-hmm. I think if you do have more than one, that would be a very frustrating end to the season after starting 11-0. and 0. And what you mentioned with Ryan Hayes' quote, I think that shows that they are very, very extremely locked into yep. this game. 
they're ready. You know, they are not going into this game half-assing it. They are they they want to do this again, and they want to flip that script in yep. Columbus and get that fucking W. Excuse my language, <laughs> but I am just so I just know this team can can do this, man. It's the culture is just so switched. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be that team that wins for the first time in Columbus in 22 years, like, are you kidding? That that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's. That is at stake for these guys too, though, is that legacy. Yeah. Like their legacy of the of, of the season and, and and forever being etched at U of M. So yeah, it would be one of the biggest wins of all time and for the program. <laughs> I mean there wouldn't be much bigger than that. I would it, yeah. I would maybe go as far as going to as one of the biggest, if not the biggest in program mm-hmm. history. I mean yeah. it would it mean could everything. Be. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I got like goosebumps right now. <laughs> I'm like, so ready for this. You know, I, I'm gonna need these like um, you know, videos to keep me going all week. People need to start making them. Yeah. Right. Make me some hype videos. <laughs> need this. Thanks uh, for the question, Dad. Uh, yes, great so, question. Yeah, thank you. From Skeets Twenty Four Savage Beast, also known as. <laughs> Uh, what is Ryan Day's excuse if Michigan wins? <laughs> and you know yeah. what? I would just love to see Michigan win on like some controversial call. Oh just yeah, full circle. But by, and, like they win by a start point. crying about the refs <laughs> once, but you know, you never really know what the excuse is going to be. They had the flu last year, I guess. But uh, I mean, this might be a, a hot take or a bold take, but I think he might just blame his players, honestly, for, or like execution because. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went out after that. He got embarrassed last year and had to fire all his boys and get a new staff. I mean, what's he going to do now? Throw his staff under the bus that he picked? Like, right. he can't do that because it looks really bad for him. And the Ohio State fans are already getting their, like, torches and pitchforks out. If he loses again to Michigan, I mean, they don't lose twice in a row. Nope. They're going to be upset. So he's going to try to pin it on somebody else. He's Maybe probably I'm got wrong, the but... most pressure out of anybody in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's all I know. Easily. Yeah. His seat will be on fire if he loses this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It will be, which is crazy because he wins like every other game, but and I mean, it just State means everything to them. Yeah. And, that, and, I, and I respect the hell out of it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how we should treat the rivalry, too. So. Yep. Well, and you can tell, though, in these last two years, just how we find, you know, Harrah finally woke up and said, okay, we're going to focus on Ohio State like they do us. And we put that stuff up in the locker room, and then you see what happens. And now it's like, you know, Harrah's like, oh, we're, we're focused. We've been focusing on them while practicing against everyone else all year. So, yep. you know, the fact that that is just starting to be instilled in their minds is what's going to be the difference in this rivalry and bringing it back to life. I agree. Yeah. Thank you, Skeets. Yeah. We got two more Thank questions. You, Skeets, oh. one of the greatest Michigan fans in this Twitter. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So we got two more questions here for you guys. Uh, first one, this one is from Rachel, and she asked what our favorite win from this season is so far. And, you know, I feel like you really have two choices. I mean, it's up to you guys. Let's see what you guys like. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with Iowa. Because Ooh, interesting. that was just kind of like a moment where, you know, we're going into Iowa. It's going to be a trap game. It's all the the, the stacks are stacked against us. Mm-hmm. And JJ just took care of the ball. And yep. and once he w- I saw that confidence in him to lead this offense, I was like, all right, you know. And then we didn't let anyone score a touchdown on us since, you know, yep. until Illinois. So, like, oh, that I feel like was a staple game in this season of, like, all right, we're here and we're not messing around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Iowa too, but other than that, I would say Penn State because 
they were a good team and they were supposed to be really good run defense. And it wasn't just like we barely beat them. It was a <laughs> beat down. So, I mean, that was just exciting and really fun. Um, I just love that one. Always fun. It is. <laughs> and then he's crying about the tunnel. The tunnel, thing. yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> and you see the shot of them after the game. They're just kind of walking casually and yep. talking. It wasn't that big a deal. I mean, I thought I when I said there, I thought there was two obvious choices. I was between Michigan State and Penn State. Michigan State gets the edge for me, just because of the amount of crap and bullshit they talked in the <laughs> I have never been more happy to f- humble a fan base so much. And if you, and if you are like my guy, on, if, if, if you are some, if some any of my MSU Twitter friends are listening, it's this doesn't apply to you guys. You guys are great, but oh my gosh. It, it was insane. I had never seen a fan base talk so much based on a season where you finished third in your own division. And you had a great season, but that's literally what you made fun of us for and for being hyped up for. So just to mm-hmm. full circle, just absolutely own them. And yeah, they got a couple wins, but now they're not even going to make a bowl. And it's just, it's, it was <laughs> glorious. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that, that that one was kind of a little bit tainted for me just because of what happened. But it was a good, it yeah. was a great win. Yeah. I should say, outside of the incident, which was a sad situation, both mm-hmm. sides. I, I think I think that both sides handled it well. The only one that's not handling it well is the Big Ten. But mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise, agree. surprise. Yeah. But outside of that, it was an enjoyable time. It was such a fun tailgate. It was fun to hit up Blue by 90 finally. The atmosphere was amazing, and I just had so much fun that day. It was a great day, for sure. Yeah, so thank you, Rachel, for that question. And our last question, this was my favorite one. You guys all had awesome questions, but this is from Chillin' Damos. If you could pick any Michigan player from the last 20 years to have on this team, who would it be? My first answer goes to Braylon Edwards. That was mine. That was, I figured, I, well, mean, just I feel like that's, that's our weakest. One. I mean, that's unfortunately yeah. our weakest position right now. And, and we don't have somebody that I can, we can say, yeah, he's going to connect and, you know, he'll get up and get that ball. Like, you know, right. uh, it, it just, it seems like the obvious answer. You don't, you don't, the wide receivers and they're going to get better next year. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. They just aren't getting the separation they need. And, you know, I don't think they're giving JJ much help. So yeah, Raylan would come in and I know he would make, make something insane catches in this game because i don't think ohio state's secondary is all that much better than mm-hmm. last year's mm-hmm. it's better i'll say the whole, whole defense as a whole is better but yeah. i know Braylon would own them yeah for me i would say jordan lewis just because he was so locked down and they could use them i know they have a really good secondary already but man he would just He'd be like just so locked down out there and would help them so much covering like Marvin Harrison I, I, Jr. and all those I guys. I was gonna say I would take Jordan Lewis on Marvin Harrison Jr. ten mm-hmm. out of ten times. Yeah, Absolutely. but there's a lot of options. I mean, twenty years, there's been so many great <laughs> awesome players that have come through. But I know yeah, that was a great question. It, it really was, and you, we saw so much interaction on this. So that's just what's right. like, yeah. like, I might mail back sometimes, you know, and it'll yeah. get. People asking us questions live, and we can all. Yeah, we we it. if this is something that went well, we would love to make this a weekly thing. So yeah. you guys, for sure. all of our listeners, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess another great answer would be Jabril. I mean, Jabril yeah. had a great game in 2016, and he would have been all, he would be all over the place. Mm-hmm. So he would it would be another great answer. 
And shout out to Damos, by the way. That's one of my favorite accounts on Twitter. And yeah. he writes some really good articles too. He's a really cool guy. So shout He's out a facts to him. guy. Yeah. He's, He's dropping facts. I love it. He is. Yeah. And one of the best trolls too. <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're listening, man. That was an awesome question. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right, guys. So predictions for Saturday in Columbus. <sighs> That's a tall. I can go first if you want. Go for it, Jordan. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to guarantee a win or anything, but I think if Michigan, if everybody that can play plays, I mean, even if they're not a hundred percent, even if they're like eighty percent, seventy-five percent, anything, if they just go out there and give it all they have, play the game of their lives, I think, I think Michigan could win in a close one, maybe by like three points, maybe. 31 to 28, mm-hmm. but it's going to take everything. Everybody's going to have to be all in. Like, just it's going to be a huge effort to win that game. Yeah. The, the benchmark is 30 points. So I don't remember. It's like 88 and 0 or something. Since yeah. 14 when they score 30 points. So mm-hmm. that's the benchmark. So yeah. They play an absolutely perfect game. I think they can win the game like 24 21, but I'm not going to make any crazy prediction that we're definitely going to win because it's a dog fight. It's going to be a dog fight either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just even I, I get even nervous even giving a prediction, but I, I'm with you guys. Whatever team wins, it's going to be a close one. So um, I do think that we can pull it out by like a touchdown. So I'm going to do uh, like 38-31. Oh, if we broke that streak of – It'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But I think you would hey. Potential to score, to score that many points too, though. I mean, yeah. I just I keep thinking in my head and like having this like premonition that like JJ just goes off and like everyone <laughs> just smacks and, and the story just writes itself and it's like a final like. Just please. Yeah, <laughs> I think Harbaugh's got a lot of stuff up in, up his sleeve that he's been saving for this. That's game. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's, it I feels think... like there's just some extra stuff brewing that we just don't know what's going on. Yeah, he's probably been saving for this. He probably knew before the even. Start yeah, that we were going to be eleven and all no. going into this game. Yeah, make no mistake, they know they've had this game circled. I mean, this is what it's all about. It means everything to Harbaugh. It means everything to this team. They're ready to go. I mean, they're going to go all out. They're not scared. They're, I mean, we right. saw Harbaugh say at Big Ten Media Day, they're not going to flinch. This nope. team doesn't flinch. I mean, they're ready. The boys will be ready. It's going to be great. So just make sure you know on top of tuning in this. Things the rest of the week to just beat Ohio State. That's what it's all about this week. Uh, we hate Ohio. So, um, you know, make sure to follow us. Uh, go Lexi117, MGOJD Blue, and UM Fan Ogdale. So, thanks for tuning in again. And any last words for everyone? Just beat Ohio State. <laughs> Let's yep. go. Just beat Ohio State, baby. Go Blue. Go baby. Blue. Go Blue.